Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen. Early break, full show ahead. Mike Schaefer in studio from 7 to 8 as always. We'll have Rick Heyman's song of the day. And you know what? What's always great, Sip, is I, I plan these shows, you know, middle of the day, the day before, and then sometimes news breaks overnight or something happens overnight, and I get a chance to dis- <coughs> look at that and discuss it. Well, that happened yesterday. That happened last night because a certain head coach in college football Open his big fat yapper. That's right. Open his big fat yapper and started spouting about a current Nebraska assistant coach. How about that? Well. Yeah. Well then. How about that for Pat Narduzzi? Because you know what, Sip? I guess conference championships, first round quarterbacks, elite wide receiver play isn't good enough. For Pat Narduzzi. <laughs> so much for diplomacy with yeah, this little right. flare-up. Yeah. It was a little flare-up. Well. A little flare-up. It that caused people... a stir in the Nebraska market, as you might expect. Oh, I think we should address this. Yes, last night. Uh, what else are we going to talk about, by the way? No, you know, we got to get to Kirby, too. We'll, we will talk Kirby next segment. Yeah, we got to get to Kirby yep. next segment. Yep. Kirby That's Smart, the... National championship coach who said fully 95 players on, on his roster are receiving NIL money. 95. You know, there's an 85-man scholarship limit. So, so much for the 85-man scholarship <laughs> limit. <laughs> uh, you love it, don't you? Don't you just love it? All hey, right. hey, 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 yeah, let's get into this. So, last night, this went viral in the Nebraska community, as you would expect, as things do. <laughs> Something happens against them and or someone that they have on their roster or staff, it, it blows up. Pat Narduzzi, the Pittsburgh head coach of the Panthers in college football, was on the Black and Gold Banter podcast. It was streaming. That was on StreamYard. You can watch this video as well. And as I just said to open the show, 
Nebraska, uh, Pittsburgh last year won the ACC. They were the champs. Zip. They won. They blew. Then they 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 won the championship game in a rout. Forty-five to twenty-one. That's the game we're talking about. Yes, here. forty-five twenty-one to blow out Wake Forest. Wake Forest and win the ACC. Which I want to make something clear. Wake Forest was ranked 18th nationally. Yes, they were ranked team. This wasn't this wasn't some one of those weird Duke teams that made the ACC title. So, so Pitt Pitt defeats 18th ranked Wake Forest 45-21 for the ACC crown. And Narduzzi's evidently got something some a, a burr in his saddle. Here is uh, Pat Narduzzi. Uh, last night with the Black and Gold Banter podcast guys, Colin Dunlap and Richard Bazzi are these guys' names. Here's Pat Narduzzi himself. I'm going to get you, okay? Yeah. I'm going to make you pay, and there's some things we could do to, to really stop you if we know you have no desire to run the ball. And, and our old offense coordinator had no desire to run the ball. Everybody knew he was stubborn. I mean, Wake Forest, 118th and run defense, and we threw the ball every down. And when we ran it, we ran for 10 yards, but that wasn't good enough. Um, that so was, that, that was possible change a little bit, but he was banged up. So maybe if we didn't bang him up all season, maybe we would have played. Right, there's, there's Pat Narduzzi. Here's the deal. A little brief quote on on Mark Whipple and his thoughts on him, basically. I mean, there's a lot of context you have to add to this. Yeah. One one piece of context is is that Whipple had a first round quarterback <laughs> who could throw it. Who was who's who picked by the Pittsburgh Steelers in the first round? That's and, right. And could start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He right? might. He, he might. Right. So he had he had a first round quarterback did Mark Whipple at his disposal and the best player on the team was Jordan Addison. Wouldn't you say the best player not named not named Kenny Pickett was yeah. Jordan Addison. He was a receiver by the way. Yes, of course he was the best player of the team besides right. Kenny Pickett, right. if not better than Kenny Pickett. Right. So he you, you have a quarterback receiver combination better than I mean one of the best in the country, one of the top 5 combos in the country. Why wouldn't you use it? Whipple Whipple stood in front of a bunch of high school coaches this winter and did he he literally showed i think shake i think it was 30 plus plays how they got the ball to jordan okay addison that's what you do now okay i like to run the ball i mean i'm run the ball guy right you are but and i like to run the but, ball too but okay there's a couple things you won by 24 you went 11 and 3 <laughs> You said you won by 24 to win the conference championship. Right. You won this is just by, a regular season game. You won by 24. You won the conference championship. Pitt's first conference championship since they were in the Big East. And I don't even know. I think it was 2006. So they hadn't won one in a long time. Yeah. If you look over that, Jake, if you look over the course of Whipple's career, he is a 50-50 ratio guy, 50% run, 50% pass. He is. Now, that's not what I prefer. It is not. I would prefer it to be more run than pass. But, but now you got to take into account that he's coming here and he's, he's not going to run the QB as much. So that means he's going to run the traditional run game with running backs, under center a lot more. I'm fine with all of it. And this is ridiculous. This is stupid. What, what is Narduzzi doing? I mean, is it just sour grapes because – What's the deal? Look, I don't know what exactly the dynamic is here. Here's the deal. Pat Narduzzi has been, at, he's deal? been at Pittsburgh for seven full seasons. Here's the records he's had. Narduzzi. Pat Narduzzi. Eight and five. Eight and five. Five and seven. Seven and seven. Eight and five. Six and five. 
11 and 3, and that's the one he's got a problem with, apparently. It's the one that actually delivered him a title in the ACC and some respect and a first-round quarterback and elite receiver who went to USC to transfer. I mean, I, it's possible, I guess, he's, this is sour grapes that Whipple left, right? Apparently, they ran 39 times in that game. Sip. No, no. They, is was, that wrong? Yeah. Excuse they, me. Yeah. They, if you take out team carries, they ran 33, 34. Okay. It's still a lot. Well, it's it was 50-50. They threw it 33 and passed it 34-35. Um, I'll get the exact number right here. Um, yeah. And they were down to one. I mean, they were – they got down – they got down early and maybe had, felt like they had to throw. Whatever. I don't, I don't even want to break it down that it's way. It's 50-50, basically. Right. It was 34 passes and 33 rushes. Okay. It's 50-50. Even, even split. Right. It's much ado about nothing. For, he, they didn't average 10 yards per no, carry. they didn't, Pat. They averaged, if you take out team rushes, they averaged 3.97. Okay. They didn't, so they That's didn't not average, quite 10 yards a carry, is no, it? No. No. They ran the ball fine. That I mean... They had a running back that averaged 6.1 yards per carry. But no one else averaged more than four in that game. They had two others. Um, those guys averaged 3.5 and 3.7. So I don't know what he's talking about. They got down. Um, Wake, Wake scored three touchdowns in the first quarter and then was scoreless the rest of the way. Pitt, Pitt had four interceptions and five sacks. Pitt's defense played really well, but obviously Pickett played well. Um, and they got the win. I don't know what he's what, what the hell he's talking about. Why? That's what, that's what people are are shocked by. I mean, you blew them out to win the title game. They won twenty. They won by twenty four. Yeah, by twenty. Like, what do you need? Yeah, he, there's something. Your previous best record was eight and five yeah. in your six seasons prior to that, and right. you just went eleven and three to win the title game and get your first conference championship. I, I give in a resounding form. I really give Nebraska fans some praise on this. Because, for instance, on our message board, on three message board, they 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 figured all this out very quickly. I mean, they didn't just there just wasn't a panic like, oh God, we're just going to be throwing the ball all over the yard. It wasn't that. It was okay. Now wait a second. Let's look at this. Whipple has been a fifty fifty guy, but he's not going to run the quarterback as much. So that means the running backs are going to be more involved. Which that's that's all I'm asking. That yeah, that's basically all I'm asking. Yeah. So I, I and and in this game, it was a fifty-fifty split, like like Whipple usually does. And the running backs were involved, and they won by twenty-four. I don't. Yeah, it's this very is odd. not me coming on the radio and saying, "Well, that Mark Whipple is going to be incredible here." I have no idea. I, I hope he is. I hope that it works out. And Nebraska is very, very good this year, and it clicks right away. But the the point is that the shot that Pat Narduzzi takes at him. Is ridiculous. Well, what? because it worked. You can say you want to, uh, and it, again, like you said, it wasn't wasn't passing seventy percent of the time. It was a split, a healthy split for the season. Also, well, you can. The reason you're reacting the way you're reacting, and that fans reacted the way they're reacting, is not well. It's ridiculous what Narduzzi said for sure, but it's also unfair. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. Narduzzi stuck his foot in his mouth. <laughs> and apparently, if you listen to that podcast, he does that. I, he, if I was his AD, I'd say, quit talking so much. Ooh, I mean, I know that's rough to say, but 
especially for a journalist. But what he needs to he needs to he needs to control himself a little bit. That's ridiculous. He was just wrong on all of that. He, he, he said more on this podcast. It wasn't yeah, even yeah, Nebraska. Say what he said about Michigan State. Yeah, he said that Michigan State would have got their butts kicked in the Peach Bowl if Kenny Pickett had played in that game for Pittsburgh. Michigan State beat him. And Kenneth Walker the third didn't play in that game. Yeah, they didn't have their top running back, bro. Right. Come on. He said if that's all if that's what the big t- if that's one of the best Big 10 teams, let's go to the Big 10, let's win some championships. I don't know if he I don't know what was going on with that podcast. Was he drunk? Was he taking some spirits last night? Yeah, it's pop. And I don't know if it was last night. Are you sure it was last night? I don't know when that podcast actually it's originated. Been, it was found last yeah, night by people. Yeah. It's been that's what's making the airwaves now. The the comments about Michigan State were even more sort of unsettling. Like a man it, who's it, lost his mind. Who said? By the stop. I'll read the quote. Who? Yeah, go ahead. This is from Pat Narduzzi on the again the Black and Gold Banter podcast. Uh, he says, "Quote: Kenny Pickett is a twenty-one point difference." Michigan State gets their butt kicked in if we play them, if he plays. And I'll tell you what, it's at least a 14-point difference if Nick Patty plays the whole game. I can tell you that. That's how I feel. Yeah, and he said, he he also said that if that's one of the Big Ten's better teams, then let's go to the Big Ten and win some championships. Yep. Who says that after you lose the game? Yeah, here's, here's, here's more than that. He says, we talked about Big Ten and A- SEC and ACC. That was one of the best Big Ten teams last year. Then let's go to the Big Ten and win it every year. I don't want to hear about this Big Ten dominance and SEC dominance. What are you talking about? You lost the game. (laughs) Ifs and buts. Oh, yeah, it's a 21-point difference with Pickett. The guy's out of his mind. The guy's crazy. Yeah. The best I can say about him is he's obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, that's about as good as I can do. That's some strange – those are some strange quotes. Now, this is a guy that, that coached for eight seasons at Michigan State, defensive coordinator. Right. I'm I'm open to people saying we're off base. Four six four five six eight five. Are we off base? I don't think we are. Those if if I mean those those are some bizarre takes by Pat Narduzzi. I think the latter one is even more bizarre than the about Michigan one. State. That let's go, let's put us in the Big Ten. We'll win oh, some championships. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Well, this is a guy that like, I guess still feels cocky about last year and is feeling feeling pompous about being the reigning ACC yeah, champion. Not, yeah, perhaps he's not handling success all that well. <laughs> so let's go bash Michigan State, who beat us in the bowl game, and let's go bash Mark Whipple, who helped us get to a conference championship victory. Can you imagine? People are going to throw that Michigan State quote right back at him if Pitt goes back to being a 500-type team, right? Yes, without Pickett, without Addison, without Whipple. Right. Well, they'll throw those quotes back at the Pitt fans, any, any fans, would throw those quotes right, right back at Narduzzi. I imagine Whipple today just rolls his eyes, right? I, I imagine. I don't know. I'm glad I left that place. Maybe he doesn't roll his eyes because what Narduzzi said, the problem with it was just patently false. They didn't they couldn't they didn't average ten yards per carry. It wasn't they weren't running at will. And by and, and, and I can't I can't emphasize enough. They beat a ranked team in the ACC title game by twenty four. 
My guess is and he's that complaining. my guess is there might have been like two ten yard runs he claims as were all of them. He takes two examples and says that's the whole game. No, nobody, it wasn't. The average was not that. It was, and they ran more than you thought they did. Apparently, yeah. uh, from Mike in Kansas says, "No, you guys are not off base. This guy's a nut job." <laughs> well, as I said, the best I can say about him is he sounds obnoxious in this, and and if anybody can judge obnoxious, it would be me. That's well, right. Uh, let's see. If I this is from a text line, if I'm his AD, I am drug texting Pat Narduzzi tomorrow. I'm telling him to pipe down. I am. <laughs> Maybe we stay off the podcast. The, the, quote, the quotes about Michigan State are really bizarre. You lost the game. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. I had to, I had to, I had to check it. Did they beat? Did they beat Michigan State? Because I know I said on the radio the other day that Michigan it was thirty-one twenty-one. Michigan yeah. State beat them, and he's puffing out his chest about. Ifs about putts. yeah, about going into the Big Ten and winning championships because if if that's all the Big Ten has, you lost the game, Jack. Let's get a call from Vince on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four six four five six eight five. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you, Vince? Are you stirred up? Heck yeah, I'm stirred up, Stirred up, yeah. up, okay, I like it. Why are you, why is your blood boiling? Let's see, well, let's see. first of all, Jake, uh, you started that quote of ifs and buts. Well, I mean, I don't, I, now, now I apologize if you've already heard this quote before, but I'll complete the sentence. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, it would be Christmas every day. Yeah, I, I've heard, I've better, heard better. variations of yeah. that. You, Thank you, Vince. Right. Uh huh. Exactly. You know. I mean, if I if I were a foot taller, I'd be six seven and not five seven. But that's how that's how life worked out. But um, anyhow, as far as far as the conversation goes, I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, you, I mean, you guys mentioned that game. The uh, you know the the, uh, the differential the, the differential between pass attempts and run attempts, and you know, there was what thirty eight passes and what thirty four runs or something like that. Yes, but like. But I looked at uh, I looked at Pittsburgh's season totals, and there was about it was about a nineteen it was a nineteen difference between pass attempts and run attempts. I forget which was more passing or running, but it was something like 
544 on the passing side or 525 on the running side, or maybe it was the other way around. But anyhow, the difference was very minimal. And to your point, Sip, you know, he's not the type of offensive coordinator that's going to, at least if, at least if he has his druthers, is going to involve quarterback run games. And I also looked at Pitt's uh, stats. They had, I mean, they didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher, but they had three guys go north of 500 each. And given our problems with the uh, conventional running game for the last few years, I mean, if Nebraska has three guys going north of 500 yards, and I'm talking running backs, I'm not talking quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'll take that seven days a week and twice on Sunday because, um, because that means even though, even though the production might not be ideal, at least the commitment's there. And, and personally, I look at Pat Narduzzi and some of his comments. I mean, to me, it's like he's got a lion's mouth and a hummingbird's ass. You know? Wow. And, um, Hello. I like that. <laughs> Hello, Vince. Yeah. I like that. So, so um, I mean, it's like, okay, he's saying Michigan State, this is the best you got. It's like, <clears throat> okay, you, lo- you lose to Michigan State. So, so what, now all of a sudden you're going you're gonna to go beat Michigan, you're going to go beat Ohio State. I mean, I can name a few other teams, so. Yeah, basically what you're saying is if you come to the Big Ten, at best you're the third best team, and that's at best, you know. But uh, but I look at you know, but but again, I see it from the standpoint that, and you're right. I mean, I'm glad that at least for the most part, I mean, you looked at message boards more than I did. But as far as the uh, lack of overreaction, you know, from Nebraska fans, like, oh my goodness, you know, we're gonna you know throw it all over the place. But I think this is where. It's eager to take a wait and see approach with you know how much how much does Whipple run the ball? But if we if we're going to line up under center and run the ball, I like that because to me it's easier to generate a conventional running game when you run under when you're lining up under center. And there's one more thing, okay, that running the ball, and I'm just a run the ball guy too, okay, because when you line up under center and you run the ball, that allows you to have an offense that's fun. Bloody knuckle! <laughs> there it there is. Was. Explosion there, at the end. There was. Explosion at the end. Thanks, Vince. There it was. Jake, Vince, Jake, Vince. Last season, Pitt stats. Now, this is just is right on par with what we've been saying. They averaged 38.8 pass attempts and 37.3 run attempts. Okay? 50-50. Whipple's a 50-50 guy. That's what we're talking about over the course of his Which career. isn't good enough for Pat Narduzzi, apparently. That, that's what he has been. It, you know, I, it, 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 I think it is pretty, good enough. It worked pretty well last season. I think it is good enough for Narduzzi. That's the thing. It was His comments were unfair. And I, I could be wrong. It, it's Maybe Whipple just doesn't just roll his eyes at that, at this. Because when, when, someone, is un, when someone critiques you, it's fine if it's fair, right? Right. Yes. If it's it unfair, fair. that's a problem, and there's a there, we all have that. We all have that radar, right? And and some of us have a, a radar that's very very sensitive to unfairness. And this was patently unfair what Narduzzi said. And yes, I thank you, Vince. Thank you to the Nebraska fans. I read on message boards last night that ferreted this out very quickly and said this is ridiculous. Instead of Instead of saying, oh, God, what do we have as an offensive coordinator? No, well, I didn't see that, right? And I think most people knew because 
because it was covered when he was hired. We, you, you know, it was pretty well covered. This is what we're getting here. Um, they're going to throw it, but they're going to run it. They're going to run less with the quarterback and more with the running back. So I think it'll it'll look more like a conventional running attack. How about this from Jeremy and Lincoln on the text line? Jeremy. Jeremy, 464-5685, call or text. Jeremy says, the quote I took away was that Whipple is stubborn. Good. Then he will run his offense without too much interference from Frost. <laughs> well, stubborn can be okay, right? Right, right. If, if stubborn worked. Right. Osborne. That's my offense. It's going to work. Tom Osborne was many times accused of being stubborn. Your dad would tell you, Jake, you're too young to remember this, but your dad would tell you, what, what's Osborne? Like, the criticism of Os- Osborne, you hear things like this. He'd run short side a lot. And people are like, what are you doing running the short side? You get two, three yeah. yards setting things up. I mean, he was just setting things up for later. But it, but it was a common refrain from Nebraska fans. What's he doing? He was stubborn. He's being stubborn. Yeah, he was. He was being stubborn. He was setting up. He was setting up things for later in the game. And yeah, he he could be a little stubborn. I, stubborn doesn't have to be bad as a play caller. It means it, it can it can it can mean you're sticking with what you think you need to do, and you're sticking with how you think you should go about winning the game, and not and not going away from it too early, right? Stubborn can be good. We've seen offensive coordinators here sort of, it seems like they just kind of throw up their hands. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Like, what is it? What's the plan here, right? You always knew what the plan was with Osborne, and it looks like you know what the plan is with Whipple. But I emphasize, he'll run the running backs. He'll run them. He'll run them. All right. Why are you smiling? Disingenuous on the text line. Disingenuous. Yeah, good name. Yes. Disingenuous, 464-5685. This, because, again, it wasn't just the comment about Whipple. It was a comment about Michigan State, as we talked about, that they would he would have won the game if they had Kenny Pickett playing, although Kenneth Walker was not playing for Michigan State, as you point out. And the fact he talks about the Big Ten saying, if that's one of the best teams, we should jo- go join the conference. Disingenuous says, I, I must be missing something here. Are we talking about Pitt? In the same breath as Ohio State and Michigan, not Penn State, but Pitt. Yeah, we, Narduzzi is. Who's, as I told you, his best season before that was eight and five, in six previous years at Pitt. This is his. This is his breakout year, which now his coordinator wasn't good enough in the breakout. Yeah, he doesn't come off as a big time coach in that podcast, does he? No. Comes off as a kind of a small ball a stooge, coach. a moron. No, I'm not saying that. I said it, but fun. just but he, he comes off as a like a gamer talking smack to his 17 <laughs> year old buddy, yeah. right? I mean, this guy's a video gamer. You're right. Yeah, he comes off as a gamer talking smack at 3 a.m. to his buddy. That's what he comes Gino's off as. Drinking Mountain Dew. Yeah, you know, I it's it's odd. It's a it's almost yeah it is it, it, it's almost odd. Like he lost his mind for a night. That's unfortunate because yeah, people, people gonna, saw it. Yeah, people, people are going to throw this stuff back at him. That's the thing. They're going to throw it back at him. You better have a good year. Yeah. You you, you only lost your Heisman candidate quarterback. And, and your best player. Your wonderful receiver in Jordan, you know, Addison. Jordan Addison. And your coordinator, which I guess is good news for him. I don't apparently. think it's good news. I don't think it's good news for him. 
I'd look for Pitt to slide back. Well, we'll I'll look at. I'll see what they got in my Lindy's magazine. Okay. What what other feedback are you getting? Uh, disingenuous is back. He liked your your gamer reference. Yes. He says that is an excellent analogy. Sip drinking code red. Got to make sure he brushes his braces later on tonight. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like teenage smack talk at three a.m. What are we doing here? Yeah, it's pretty bad. What are we doing? Uh, here? GP and Gretna says sounds like a scorned head coach who knows he's going to be left behind in college football. Feels a little bit like that. He had his moment. He had his moment. Why? Why? Why aren't you enjoying this? Right. Pat? You're, just, you're just wrecking it all, man. It's like you won a conference title in a in a in a good conference. Be, beat a good team in Charlotte, in Charlotte, North Carolina. You went to Charlotte and beat a good team. Wake's was good yesterday. They shut down Hartman in that game. Hartman threw four. Sam Hartman threw four interceptions in that game. So I, by the way, Charlotte's a a curse for Sam Hartman. You don't remember, but the Duke's Mayo Bowl, he threw four interceptions mm. in that. Then he came back last year in Charlotte, again, same field, threw four more interceptions. He needs to steer clear of Charlotte. Sam Hartman. Don't go to the Panthers. And, and Narduzzi needs to steer clear of podcasts. Yeah, this is, this Most coaches should, by the way. Steer clear of those free-form podcasts where all you can do is get yourself in trouble. You get too loose in those things. John in Des Moines? Here with us, our friend. Hello, he says, John. Uh, wait, now wait for the full text here before you judge this. He says, "I don't think Narduzzi made any unreasonable comments." Signed, the Vanderbilt coach, Clark Lee. <laughs> Clark. Clark Lee. I don't who know. Says that Vandy will once will soon be the best program in the nation. A couple days ago at Media Days. Now, me and you respectfully disagree on on what Clark I just Lee said. At I just laughed. Clark Lee is at Vanderbilt to make them an SEC power. That's what he's charged to do. That's his, that's his job. So there's nothing wrong with him going and stating that. He didn't say anything unfair, right? Nothing he said was unfair to anybody. Narduzzi, what he said about Whipple was unfair. Was unfair. What he said about Narduzzi was unfair. What he said about Michigan State was ridiculous and juvenile. And that's where the, the the comments about Michigan State are the ones that I would take issue with if I was were his boss. <laughs> yeah, I say you lost that game to Michigan State, and you're claiming that you, but your experience in that game leads you to believe that you could go in and and batter people in the Big Ten. What you lost you the cr- game? Are you out of your mind? You lost the game. Michigan State didn't have Kenneth Walker the third. You're out of your mind. I get it. You didn't have Pickett. I get it. But still, come on. What are you talking about? For those who missed it early on, I'll play it one more time. This is from the Black and Gold Banter podcast, which was on video last night also. This is Pat Narduzzi on with the host Colin Dunlap and Richard Bazzi. He was talking about Mark Whipple. I'll play this again. It's about 20 seconds. Uh, this is what we're talking about this morning. could do to, to really stop you if we know you have no desire to run the ball and and our old offense coordinator had no desire to run the ball. Everybody knew it. He was stubborn. I mean, Wake Forest, 118th in run defense, and we threw the ball every down. And when we ran it, we ran for 10 yards, but that wasn't good enough. Um, that so was, that, that was possible change a little bit, but he was banged up. So maybe if we. There you go. Weird. Now, I didn't know. You, you sent me that last night, but I didn't know what your take would be. And I was wondering, 
I was. I'm very heartened. What, what did you think it would be? That'd be like supportive I didn't know. of a Pat Narduzzi. I didn't know. This is ludicrous. <laughs> I didn't the man's know. out of his mind. I, I was worried that you would say, "Oh, what are we going to do here? We just throwing it around the yard in the Big Ten all the time." Um, now, on that count, yeah, the fact is, he ran the football though. That's that, it's a patent that, lie. That it's a lie. That and I know I am. I know I am run the ball guy. But if you're winning eleven games, I, you're whatever you do. Yes, just right. do what you got to do. I'm the same I mean, thing. Sip, I'm run the ball guy too. Right. But if you win eleven games, guess win, what? I'm not going to come over here and cry right. about what what we didn't do last season, right. especially in a game we won by twenty four points to win the conference title. Right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Scott Frost like? Complaining about Whipple, what he called in the title game, if they won it, it we'd say, we just say, games. calm down. We'd say, just pipe down right now. 11 games. Now, again, I, I reiterate my position. Yeah, I want to run the ball, and I prefer a run-pass ratio that is that where the run game exceeds the pass game. But if you win 11 games, if you win a major conference title, I'm not coming after the, head, no. the offensive coordinator and quibbling about the run-pass ratio especially when that run-pass ratio has been the run-pass ratio that offensive coordinator has had throughout his career. What do you – I mean, what did you – you hired him, Pat. Pat, you hired the man. You knew what he was. You knew he was a 50-50 guy. He's it, always been a 50-50 guy. And it got you a conference championship. Right. What are you doing? Thanks for seeing it, Jake. I didn't know. I didn't know exactly how you'd oh, react. What? I don't – I don't always. You're how reasonable. Could, how could I react any different way than to say you're that Pat Narduzzi is an idiot? <laughs> All right. Well, we got that squared away. Yeah. We'll ask Schaefer. I want to seven. talk about Kirby. We're going to talk about Kirby. Kirby Smart has given a little bit of light to Georgia's NIL yeah, success. Interesting. Interesting. We'll discuss light. that next. An early yeah. break on the ticket.